Hello there, humans and creepers. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host Dodo, and this is That's What Dodo Said. So, as promised in the previous episode, today's episode is going to be about Minecraft. And uh, yes, we have done some Minecraft episodes in the past, but this one is special to me because uh, uh, for the first time, I have a guest who is I would be I I would consider it to be an expert in the field of Minecraft. He has been playing for as long as I can remember. and even though we've only known each other for around 2 years now i think that minecraft in general has brought all of us uh, all, all of us gamers together so uh, without any further ado uh, atul why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself again yeah hello there guys i'm i'm atul and uh, i've been on one episode that's what dodo said prior to this uh, these these towers mandalorian episode if i'm not wrong okay there are a lot of them but that's aside the point uh, i'm so i'm I uh, I host my own podcast, uh, Two Cents with Akul. Feel free to check that out, and also Homeroom Time. And I'm a co-host of Homeroom Time. Um, again, feel free to check that out. But yeah, uh, as you said, so, uh, Minecraft is really special to me. I mean, I've been playing for well as long as I can remember. I've been playing since Minecraft PE came out, which is back in like what 2012, 2013. So. It has been quite a big thing to me, and uh, I'm sure it has been for you too, Sulil. Yes, uh, yes, it definitely has. And uh, let's definitely start the conversation from there. As uh, you just said, that Minecraft is very special to you, and I'm and I'm I'm pretty sure it's special to anybody who has played uh, any type of uh, computer game in general. Because I think most of our childhoods were built upon the idea of Minecraft. Whether or not you've played it or even seen it, Minecraft was a part of most of our childhoods, and I think that's what makes it the most important. Uh, but that's just my perspective. Uh, Atul, my first question to you is: uh, You just uh, mentioned that uh, it's it's very special to you. Is there any reason or reasons in specific that Minecraft stands out than most of the other games that are played in the gaming community nowadays, like uh, Call of Duty, Resident Evil, etc.? Uh, yeah. So um, my uh, primary reason is um, I was never actually keen on FPS titles in the first place. Um, Like the first time I ever really played an FPS, apart from like the original Doom, uh, which I played for like five years or so, from twenty from around two thousand five to ten, I guess. I mean, my my dad my dad introduced me to Doom when I was young, but uh, my my first real mainstream game was actually Minecraft. So that's why it was pretty special to me. I mean, I sure I'd been playing flight simulators a lot, and those were also special, but Minecraft. Is particularly important to me because it, first of all, well, it introduced me to the concept of a sandbox game where I could basically do whatever I want and create anything I wanted. Um, the like I used to be a big Lego fanatic prior to that, so um, in that sense, uh, Minecraft gave me a pretty similar experience to build what I wanted. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty evident from this conversation that I am more of the builder category, not as much of a survivalist. But um, yeah, uh, the the ability to to basically do whatever you wanted was pretty important to me, and that kept me on going in Minecraft for quite a long time. Um, over the years, I've built several like pretty enormous projects, like a city, like an entire city development scheme with roads, maps. And uh, like the naval bases, uh, the World Trade Center, and the several other projects. So um, 
I, I've, I've always seen it as a way for me to channel out my creativity and I, I, I also do play survival quite often. I, I enjoy the life code servers on, um, on Minecraft Pocket Edition and I also, I only recently actually entered a job edition actually. So, um, in, so Minecraft PE especially is pretty important and I, I've, I've also been uh, roped in largely by the uh, idea of like vlogs and uh, SMPs. Like, I mean, if if we're talking about Minecraft, it's impossible not to talk about Dan TDM or probably Dream SMP. And Dan TDM has been a pretty massive influence on me. Like the entire Doctor Trioris series, it's 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 been it's been pretty it's shaped my life quite a lot. And I also was pretty keen on stuff like Minecraft music videos, which I mean, I was kind of sheltered away from uh, mainstream music for a long time. So Minecraft music videos were kind of the only thing that kept me in contact with that. So Minecraft music videos were sort of my view of the world for a long time. So uh, yeah, I guess I I'd say Minecraft shaped me for around like what five or six years of my life. So that's pretty significant in my opinion yes yes it absolutely is and and just expanding upon uh, what you said uh, i i completely agree with you there because uh, one of the reasons that you uh, that you just talked about is that minecraft is a very versatile game there's no one way to play this game there are just there are tens of ways that you can do this there's the uh, there's the redstone community uh, as you said you're part of the building community then there's this, uh, there's uh, this, the survivalist then the new smp series is that uh, most of these uh, youtubers are doing and as you said of course dan tdm is probably the og minecraft youtuber he's he's been around practically forever his his first few videos used to be about these uh mod pack reviews and now he's doing extremely uh, extremely successful and unfortunately spoiler alert if you haven't seen his uh if, if you haven't seen his hardcore uh, survival world then do go check it out i would say that it's a very good uh in a very good in investment of your time because it it really shows you that even though Dan TDM has been playing for extremely long time he still plays survival just like all of us and it it, it just basically it takes you back to the old days where you used to watch these uh, the old survival world that uh, Dan TDM used to have including the uh, including the times where he used to do mod reviews in the lab I think that especially stands out for most of us and uh, oh, yeah, yes definitely. yeah exactly exactly because it's it's, it's just this iconic this iconic place where the moment you see it you're just flooded with memories and memories is probably one of the best reasons that minecraft stands out to all of us we like we might not be playing it every day of the week but it it definitely is an, an integral part of our lives because it's just this calming game in whatever you do if you're uh, if 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 you're one for survival if you're one for building it's definitely a game that will calm you unless of course you're uh, playing multiplayer like bed wars or something but that's besides the point and uh just uh my next question is actually about the uh the multiplayer scene uh first of all are you, do you play many multiplayer games atul like have uh if if you have then uh my next question basically rests upon your response here 
Uh, I mean, I I do multi I do play multiplayer games quite often. Um, I uh I like r- recently after like 2017, I got into FPS titles. So I do play stuff like CS:GO and and I mean this is a bit embarrassing to say, but I do play Roblox quite a lot, which is almost heretic, but at the same time not really. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I play multiplayer a lot and. Nowadays, like after I got Java, a lot of that multiplayer sort of constituted uh, bed wars, and uh, I only recently found out that Lifeboat had a um, Java board, so I I play quite a lot of that. So survival games mostly. I mean, the survival games have been the core of my multiplayer experience on Minecraft. I never got into those role play servers, and uh, recently, uh, multiplayer wise, I I I do multiplayer. Build projects like um, I, I recently joined the uh, Build the Earth uh, program as uh, as one of the uh, world edit uh, builders, and uh, I I do play a part in that some, uh, from time to time. So my multiplayer it's it's not entirely so it's it's not exactly what you'd call uh, your typical Minecraft multiplayer, which normally would constitute a combat or PvP or any sort of redstoning um, mine normally constitutes more of building which sort of fits in with my image as a builder and I I definitely say that uh, getting into Minecraft multiplayer it's it's quite a lot more enriching than uh, playing survival I mean sorry playing single player because uh, first of all um, you you have a beer community to support you or go against you like that peer, uh, that peer uh, criticism is pretty important for builds, especially and in uh, stuff like Bedwars or Hunger Games, you can learn from players who are playing both with you or against you. I mean, it's 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 really enriching, and 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 that that honestly encapsulates the entire versatility of Minecraft as a game, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I. I play multiplayer quite often. Right, right. And uh, as as you said that uh, you have played other multiplayer games outside the realm of uh, Minecraft as well, right? So uh, you pretty much answered the question already that was uh, that I'm about to ask. But uh, is is there something in specific that you would probably recommend someone who's into multiplayer games to get into the multiplayer or the competitive scene of uh, Minecraft multiplayer? And is there any specific reason why you would uh, you would recommend it at all? And and then and secondly, why would you recommend it? So okay, so my answer to that is like if I were to- if if I were to give any specific tips, first of all, um, I would say, um, okay, I would say first of all, learn how to place blocks fast and learn how to crouch. Like, al- although those seem like very very simple tips, and some people would probably going, dude, I already know how to do that. It's it's not that easy in a competitive server, especially with latency. So you you need to know how to do stuff, and you need to know how to predict your opponent's movements. Um, like it's it's not too much different from doing something similar in like a different competitive style like CS:GO or COD, for example. But I I would say that the added advantage of Minecraft is that 
it's like the in a way the unrealism of it makes it it sort of disorients you like from pvp itself and it, it like that adrenaline rush you get when someone knocks you off a cliff in minecraft is in my opinion almost unmatched in and uh if i were to recommend minecraft for pv i i definitely would actually like i'd uh, um i would more specifically recommend bedwars than anything else uh more that because it's it's quite a unique form factor in, in terms of um the uh, type of pvp or combat you achieve uh first of all because uh bedwars is pretty i mean it's it's pretty dependent on the quality of minecraft as a sandbox title you you need to know how to build onto other people's islands and that's not i mean sure you could do that in fortnite but in minecraft you have many more options and the i mean that's the good thing about minecraft you 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 have a lot more options to uh approach a solution and bedwars is a perfect example of that since you're basic the the solution that you're aiming for is to break the opponent's bed and kill them and sure like it it, it may not be as high paced as uh fortnite i admit uh but it definitely is a unique experience and that is one of the like that's probably one of the definitive types of pp in minecraft itself so i mean that's the main uh aspect of minecraft and body that i would recommend right right and uh, i completely agree with you there because the like the points you make forward are are completely right because other than uh, the obvious uh, different game types that minecraft has it is a very versatile game and i've probably said that around three times now but it's it's such a vital aspect of what minecraft is and why minecraft is is as popular as it is and one aspect of its versatility is of course the two platforms that minecraft has it has the java edition and the bedrock edition and uh, as you said atul you've been playing on the bedrock edition for uh, most of your time and you've just recently been acquitted to uh, the java edition now uh, from what you know uh, in in terms of uh, the building uh, the building aspect so i know that you are a big builder you've built uh, many monuments in fact i've seen uh, i've seen all of your buildings as well as the uh, the shipyard that you have and uh, when it comes to that building aspect of the game like in in creative mode that is um what type of minecraft would you recommend to a new player who's probably getting into minecraft uh, building for the first time either java or bedrock um for building i would definitely i would definitely recommend java uh, see uh, so back when i was uh, building stuff like the naval base that you saw uh, i was playing on an ipad and uh, like I mean, uh, those those builds were back when you didn't have controller support at all on on Minecraft, and and especially like since iOS is so locked down, uh, in some cases you couldn't even like change uh, the size of toggles or that everything. So, uh, so the form factor of an iPad, although it gives you a bit more fine control in a way, because uh, like there's not as much key lag. Um, For example, when you uh, type on a keyboard, there's a tiny bit of lag between 
what you do and what you see whereas on an iPad because you're uh, playing on the screen itself uh, you you don't have as much lag so you, you have a bit finer control but uh, the advantage of an iPad in my opinion would be that uh, you can directly build you can basically directly tap on the block that you want instead of uh, using the crosshair which is a key element in java um but the main reason i would recommend java though is because uh performance like on an ipad uh like so uh, i'll just take the example of the naval base over here so uh every since i so far i've built around 30 ships in the, 30 or 40 ships in the naval base most of them destroyers and some of those destroyers are over uh, 180 blocks long so the main issue i began facing on an ipad is that the amount of time it took to load a chunk with a built ship was horrendous even on a newer generation model like i have an ipad pro and even that took quite a long time to load in chunks So I would definitely recommend playing on Java because first of all if you have a PC and you're playing Minecraft you can most likely upgrade your experience either by having a faster hard drive or adding more RAM and also because um also because you can change the screen size like you can use a monitor with with iPads I mean recently you could do monitor play but then it's not really as uh, straightforward as it is on a PC So playing on Java is definitely much more versatile and I would definitely recommend it for building mainly because of performance and also on bedrock as as far as I know at least uh, there's into world edit and I've I've only recently dabbled into world edit although uh, like my latest build of star destroyer is still isn't world edit uh, it is very convenient when you're doing lots of repetitive tasks like build this for example uh, I mean although there are stuff like clone commands which are also present uh, present in bedrock it's much more convenient with world edit and the fact that these mods exist is superb in my opinion and definitely makes java the preferred platform platform for building at least right right yes i completely agree with you there and i am not i'm not much of a builder myself but i have played on both uh, java and bedrock and i have a survival series uh, not exactly a series but just a, a survival world on my uh, java edition as well as a survival world on on uh, on windows 10 and uh, the next question i have to ask you is uh, fairly similar to the one i just asked but uh, you have played uh, survival on the java edition and the bedrock edition and uh, similarly to the building aspect is there any like a, a big change uh, from java to bedrock in terms of uh, modern day survival uh, modern day survival gameplay that uh, people should be aware of be, uh, if they're thinking about transitioning from bedrock to java or vice versa well if you're transitioning from uh, bedrock to java uh, um, the main aspect i would focus on is the availability of resources especially in the survival world um the main thing is the way you can handle resources in java is actually a lot more versatile than what you have in bedrock like i was 
like I uh, used to play survival a lot on Bedrock, although I did my builds and stuff. Uh, I I played survival quite frequently, and the functionality of things like the uh, stone cutter over there, or things like the uh, uh, things like the other types of tables, uh, those weren't as functional as they are on Java. So you have a much more versatility in terms of what you can um, create with those resources. And um, the way the resources spawn in Java is actually a bit different than you'd find in Bedrock. Uh, in Bedrock, it's it's much more nucleated and it's actually much easier to find resources than it is in Java, mainly because um, the chunks, although they're the same size in both Bedrock and Java, um, since Bedrock is built on C sharp, um, the it it has a slightly different way of handling random assets. So, I mean, I'm I'm getting a bit technical here, but because of that difference between Java and C, in terms of the way they handle uh, random assets, um, the resources are either a lot more uh, sparse in Java, or they're a lot more nucleated than in Bedrock, where normally you just find them strewn about a lot in mines, and that's why the mining techniques in Java are a lot more different than you'd expect in Bedrock. So, um, for anyone going from Bedrock to Java, I'd say get ready for a tougher time in the mines, and anyone in, going from Java to Bedrock, I'd say enjoy the, enjoy the simplicity, I guess. Um, you may not be able to do stuff as easily. You'll you'll have to use more primitive tools quite often. But it is, I mean, it, it is what it is, and I can't really uh, choose one over the other in this sense because uh, although I have played often in both Bedrock and Java survival, uh, I uh, definitely and they they both have advantages advantages and drawbacks. Um, I think I would consider Java survival a lot easier because, uh, first of all, it's much easier to um, actually kill mobs in Java, in my opinion at least, because the mouse gives you a lot more control. Um, and also because uh, the way Java handles uh, health management is slightly different from Bedrock. So in, in that sense, I guess Java would be a bit more ideal. but. I haven't tested as much, so my opinion may not be as valid. No, but but you're pretty much right in all the points that you've said so far. That, uh, like like in general, the gameplay will differ quite a lot between these two, uh, between these two types. Even though they're under the same platform, uh, in in my opinion, if you're asking me personally, I've been playing on Windows 10 far longer than I've been playing Java. Even though I've been playing Java for a lo- uh, around a year or so now. Uh, I, I I would say the chunks loading in. If 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 you're running a good enough laptop on the on the survival world, it loads in much smoothly. But as as you said, it's 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 much slower than uh, your typical Java version. But the the transition or the or the chunk loading speed is much slower. I agree, but it's much smoother at the same time. So if that's an aspect that you want to take into consideration, then then you can do that as well. All right. So uh, now we're going to shift this conversation to the most recent update that is going to come uh, to the game in a few months. Um, 
and there has been an announcement around uh, a month ago or so that the update is going to be done in two parts now where they're going to release some of the uh, some of the changes uh in in the next few months and the next ones are going to be next year i think if i'm if i'm if i'm not wrong and yeah so uh, atul uh i'm pretty sure that you've seen or at least know uh the broad spectrum of changes that are going to come into this game in in the near future so right. uh which is the one that you're most excited for or the one that impacts you the most in my opinion the uh i mean in my personal opinion the the biggest change i would say is the cave systems because the i mean as a builder i i i depend a ton on the different types of blocks available and the sheer number of new blocks and new textures i can get with the new cave updates is going to be very very useful for builds um and the different types of cave generations it's it's super it's it's great because you can you know, first of all the like those uh those uh, larger uh, caverns within the cave nowadays like they're they're going to be so wonderful if you're building something like a cliffside base or uh something like an underground network tunnels like okay vietnam flashbacks or the, or that type of thing uh, yes but yes so i would see um i mean i'm i'm most excited about the cave systems and the different cave biomes that are going to be coming in the uh, coming updates I mean the stuff like dripstone is also pretty interesting the way it um functions and the way it interacts with other blocks but uh I I'm I'm personally just interested in the world generations that come about Right uh, right how about you though Okay yeah so for me personally I uh before I get into the specific of what I think is uh the most exciting i just want to state one concern that i think most of us have and it's and it's, it's pretty much said everywhere but i will say it again resources are coming so much more often than in uh than in previous iterations of the game because now because of these big mining areas and even these big uh mining areas below y0 you essentially never have to strip mine ever again in your life if you get lucky enough to find a good uh, if 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 you're lucky enough to find a good cavern and above that diamonds diamonds right. are so much more available now this is going to change the entire meta of the game because for most people like at at, at least for most casual players who have who are either on youtube or some of my friends as well we usually wait until we can get like full diamond armor full enchanted diamond armor until we can think about going to the end right but from what i'm seeing you can get full diamond armor very very quick if you're if 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 you're a survival player because and like what i'm more concerned about is the speed running community because uh i understand that the uh the one cycle requires many criteria to it right because you need to keep two blocks in the one block and you need to stand uh right under it now if you right, can have yeah. Yeah exactly and if you can have the resources that uh, that 1.17 is providing you you essentially don't need to be as careful so speed running is going to be changed forever i know that this i i i know that this was this said it will be pretty definitive in my opinion it's a definitive change exactly exactly and while it's not uh, and w- 
and one of the comparisons that i i, I constantly see being made is now uh, that in the nether update that came about 2 years ago um there was the change of uh, bartering with piglins right that essentially like negated one step that you had towards the speedrun you like you no longer needed to hunt for endermen because now you could just uh, now your main objective was to get lucky with uh, the piglin trades so now you have two things that you uh, uh, that you need to do in the nether now why do i think that this is a bigger change than this is because this is not luck dependent like it, it kind of is i mean i mean everything in minecraft is somewhat luck dependent but from what i'm seeing the rng if you dig straight down to find a really good vein of iron diamond or and or anything in that matter is much more than 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 previous iterations and that's game changing for survival for speed runs it's 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 going to be it's going to be uh, fundamental because now speed runners are not only going to be going for getting an iron bucket and uh, the flint and steel possibly they can get full iron armor without uh, wasting more than 10 seconds in in uh, exploring time right and i i i think that's going to be huge for the speed running community as a well. whole right yeah i mean like the sheer number of service generations that are coming about in this update i mean it's it's going to change the way we see minecraft in survival mode forever yeah exactly and while the creative mode updates might not be as much as i would hope i would say that the best i i would say probably the best thing that i'm uh looking forward to is uh, the dripstone because the dripstone is such an interesting concept for a block right because we've never seen anything like it with a uh because it's it's mechanism is its two main uh, purposes right because if it's upwards facing then if it falls on you it can do a ton of damage it it it, it can potentially one shot you even if you're in a even if you have a good set of armor and of course it's uh, it's secondary uh, it's uh, secondary what do you say it's uh, it's property is of course it will provide an infinite source of either water or lava and while that not uh, while that uh, water aspect might not be as exciting the infinite lava is quite interesting because um if you can get a a a good amount of lava uh, through um the dripstone mechanic you essentially don't need to do obsidian hunting ever again because all the lava that you ever need will be at your at at your footstep so it will right, yeah. uh, uh, exactly so it will change the entire meta of how you play the game in in of itself again and another thing that i'm excited for but not probably as much as this is uh the the shrek looking dude i i swear i keep on forgetting his name uh, atul can you help me out here what's the uh what's the what's the mob's name um oh, to be honest even i forgot what i'm starting it up <laughs> as we speak. uh the, the warden the warden yes yeah. the warden yeah warden the warden Yes so the wardens are very interesting because from what i've seen in betas four iron golems versus one warden one warden wins that's insane that is absolutely game changing but the reason why i'm not as excited for it is from what i'm hearing it's not going to be as widely available 
so it might not be as game changing as i hope but if you run into right. one of these guys you need to be very calm and and what's really interesting to me and and it's, it's probably interesting to all of us is that the way you evade one of these guys is not running away you need to throw a snowball or make noise somewhere else exactly and slowly go away this is something we've never seen in minecraft before because every single mob in the past who has been hostile the the protocol is run away I but mean, not with this mob i mean if you think about it like it's it's literally stated on the minecraft wiki that one of the main reasons this mob was created was to change the way uh, we actually evade mobs like that's one of the key aspects of this mob and i mean if 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 they're doing this with the warden itself i i i personally think they they might implement this in other mobs too eventually and i mean so the warden in my opinion is a bit of a beta test in that sense and also for survivalists like i i don't really um, see that much of an advantage going against a warden because uh first of all there's not as much of a resource advantage that you get after defeating a warden but uh it is going to be quite a formidable bob if you do encounter it exactly exactly and and from what i've heard these uh developers say and again uh i haven't seen the actual gameplay to back this up but apparently like uh if you've been uh if if you've been following the speedrun uh community the most like like the fastest way to get iron is to of course find a village and kill the iron iron golem right and the way you do that is uh stack up three blocks in the air and then just keep on hitting the iron golem repeatedly right, but yeah. that is not going to work with the warden that will not work with the warden because apparently there's going to be a game mechanic that will prevent that i i i again i i don't know what that game mechanic is going to be but you cannot simply go up uh Three to four blocks and whack him to death. That is not an option. So I'm interested to see what this game uh, gameplay mechanic is going to be. Is he going to have a projectile-based attack, like the like the skeleton? Maybe I don't know. But it would be really cool to see what they do with this character because it it would be a real shame to see if uh, it it would be this high damaging hostile mob with no uh, with no good reward as well as an easy way to defeat it. It it's it, it, it's just a formula for failure. So I I would say while I'm optimistic for this change, uh, I, I I would rather say this uh, this new. uh this new concept of a warden i would say i'm more cautiously optimistic because unless there's any good reward i don't see any reason why anybody would want to encounter this warden right and yeah it might create an imbalance in the game because from what i've heard with full netherite armor this guy can do seven and a half hearts of damage to you yeah. and that is it's it's scary it's scary everyone with a hardcore world who has been going on for Three to four years now is is scared. They're, they're 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 shivering right now because if you run into one of these guys and you don't know what you're doing, it's game over. You're screwed. You're screwed. It's it's game over. If you don't know what you're doing, it's game over. It's a, it's as simple as that. So, so I mean, in that sense, I guess you could say wardens are the like wardens are basically your worst nightmare. And hopefully, I mean, if they if they do provide some incentive for battling the warden, maybe it it might be logical to. Python, but it is going to be a tough time in in any case. The warden is very very versatile. I mean, 
I mean the main reason that the uh, uh, three buck rule angles want to work uh, for wardens especially is because wardens are three and a half bucks long uh, tall and they actually can jump as far as I've heard so this is going to be very very interesting you can say that again so uh okay so i think we're going to uh start wrapping up now but uh, i do have one final question for atul uh so you are probably the most experienced minecraft player i've ever met because you've been playing it for very long and you've practically played every aspect of minecraft that there is uh in in whichever quantity that there is now as a fan um which update or what type of update do you want to see in minecraft's future as a fan as improbable as it may seem just give what you hope will happen regardless of the probability of it actually happening uh i mean frankly speaking i i i personally hope to see more options in terms of the planes i mean sure we we currently have the tiger planes and we we have also we have the tiger we have uh the acacia planes uh we uh, we don't really have as much versatility in planes as we want um sure i mean i i definitely think i mean just imagine a classic prairie a classic prairie like tall grass planes very very tall grass planes that would be very versatile and sure although all these uh, plane generations they would all have a very similar to uh they would have a very similar topography uh i personally think it would be very uh, nice for building cities for example uh for example when i built my uh build city like i i based it on a village and the main thing that you want to uh do like from builder's perspective the greatest thing to uh, find a village in is ideally a plane next uh the planes first of all they give you a lot more space to expand you have a lot um like you don't have to work as creatively and i mean as much as it hurts me as a builder to say this uh creativity is literally the toughest thing to come up with as when building something and it's ironic because my card is very focused on creativity so um planes would be a lot more convenient in that sense and they could uh, perhaps like just improve that mechanic and i would also like to see uh, more types of uh, i i i would definitely love to see more types of uh, uh cliff generations like like imagine an amplified generation but like imagine amplified generations except it's uh, it's a bit more random than you'd normally see so more random more randomized amplified generations and planes are what i definitely would like to see and i know it's 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 a bit of a simple list but it it would definitely uh be very helpful in my opinion right right yeah ab- ab- absolutely i completely agree with you there i don't think i have any any much to add that you've practically said it all uh and yeah just to end off do you have anything to say to someone who is considering to play minecraft for the first time and who has no idea uh, what minecraft is because they're insane so yeah the, the floor is yours yep uh okay so 
this is addressed to the person who hasn't heard of Minecraft or the person who is considering trying out Minecraft. Uh, one thing I'd definitely suggest is uh, while you're playing for the first time, don't check out any guides as to like how to play Minecraft or that sort of thing. Figuring it out on your own is one of the key aspects of Minecraft in my opinion. And I I loved that aspect of it because uh, first of all, like, okay, I'm just going to uh, tell you guys the uh, story of when I made my first Minecraft survival world. Um, I made a, tra- I made a four foot, I made a four block deep trench and I covered myself in it. And I had no idea that sand was, uh, I had no idea that uh, sand could update. So I, <laughs> I basically buried myself in sand and I, uh, by that time I'd, I'd somehow obtained iron. Like this is before we had, uh, tests, like before we had spawn tests or that type of thing. So somehow I gained iron and I actually, uh, a sand trap for myself so the aspect of figuring it out on your own is very essential and i would definitely not recommend going for guides although they are helpful i i must say just go for guides when you're more familiar with the uh different types of gameplay in minecraft or like the different uh ways you can play it uh, and uh do try out creative or i guess one good idea would be like don't focus on achievements at first um in in my case when i first started uh the first two worlds i created were a survival world like a pure survival world and a cheats world where it was initially survival and then i could switch to creative so searching back and forth between survival and creative in the cheats world was very very educational for me because i could understand how things worked in survival and I could also see how some things may translate to creative, but in most cases, it was it wasn't like that. In the vast majority of cases, you things you'd expect to translate to creative won't. So, under, like understanding the differences between survival and creative gameplay are very important in my opinion. And um, above above everything else, just enjoy. Um, don't. Uh, and don't do focus too much on uh, learning about redstone yet. I mean, I, I mean, for the redstoners out there, sorry, but uh, redstone is a pretty complicated concept. You don't really want to learn about it at the very start, but uh, just, just ease into the different types of gameplay is what I'm saying. So yeah, that uh, kind of is my personal guide to try out Minecraft at first. And I definitely hope whoever is considering Minecraft, I hope you do try it out and please do do enjoy it while you try it out. It's it's definitely worth it. I think you've summed it up pretty well. I, I, I'm not sure if I have anything else to say. So yeah, I think this is where we're going to end this episode. Uh, thank you, Atul, for being a guest. You've been wonderful as always. Oh, oh thank you for hosting me. Thanks for inviting me, dude. You're a great host, dude. Oh, thank you. And of course, above all, Hail Gurg. Hail Gurg. Hail Gurg. And if if you're confused by that, then be confused. It's fine. So yeah, uh, thank you everyone who has been listening to this podcast. Uh, And this is Dodo signing off.